everyone, and welcome to episode 193 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. Uh, and I didn't talk about this to you beforehand, but mm-hmm. um, I had talked about how the play date was a thing that was coming out and uh, was coming to me because I paid for it. It's that little yellow handheld made by Panic, the people who made uh, the Untitled Goose game. Right. Um, and it has the crank. Uh, but anyways, I was in group two because uh, my credit card fucked up when I was pre-ordering it originally. Mm-hmm. So mine just came today. Oh, nice. And it's a really cool little device. I like it a lot. Does it feel um, Yeah, it does feel very sturdy. Um, and it looks really nice. The only thing is the screen isn't backlit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of a pain in the butt. But like, it's very high resolution and it looks really cool. Um, and the crank feels really good. The buttons and the D pad feel very nice. Um, so right now I only have the first two games, which is whitewater Wipeout, which is just like a weird, tiny little surfing game that you only use the crank for. And it takes like each run takes like a minute if that, and then the other game is casual birder, which is a murder mystery where you take pictures of birds. And that is, that is more of a like uh, narrative story game. I don't know how long that is. Cause I didn't, I tried my best not to pay attention when people got these uh, a month or two ago, right? just because I wanted to be surprised. So each, uh, each week you get two new games, like 20, 24. So um it's it's cool and it's like it's not meant to be like played in super long sessions and stuff it's supposed to be like a smaller fun thing Mm. um some of them are like more meaty narrative stuff though uh but it's cool and i so i i don't know when the new two new games will populate if it'll be next friday or if it'll be this coming monday i guess i don't know how it determines a week i don't know if it's a week from when you turned it on or a week from you know right just knows because it's connected to the internet um but yeah over the course of the next few weeks i'll uh i'll dick with this and it'll be it, it's cool i like it um and people are making games for it that you can buy like they just uh they put them up on itch.io and stuff um and you can pay for them and then download them uh oh cool right to it it's weird like um d- d- just to like get around like people trying to make you know shitty garbage for it or whatever you have to upload the games to their website like all the stuff gets added to your system through their website so like you uh upload the file that you download to their website and then that sends it to your play date it's really it's an interesting process um but i know that at least when it launched there was one game called bloom that seemed pretty cool that someone was selling for like four bucks or something uh We'll see. I don't know. It's a cool device, and like you, uh, we could develop a game for it if we wanted to, because uh, the thing they, there is a web development tool that you can just do in web browser. Um, but yeah, people are making all kinds of weird stuff for it, so we'll see. Cool. Mm. I like it. Now I'm trying to wonder if we were to make a game, what would we make? You know? Yeah, that I, I don't know. I'd have to. And I, the the um, the tool set looks pretty easy to use. It's like tile based. Mm. Uh, so it's neat. I might mess around with that a little bit, but yeah, it's a, so far I only played whitewater wipeout for like five minutes cause it was charging. Mm. Um, and I wanted it to fully charge before I dicked with it. Um, but yeah, it was, it said originally it was like going to come tomorrow, but it came today. So, uh, oh, nice. I don't know. It's a cool little yellow thingy jig that you'll I'm, I'm, dick around with for a while. Yeah. That's fun. 
Uh, and it seems like it was popular enough that they'd like sold out of their first shipment, like immediately in like 20 minutes or something. And that was a long time ago. And now they're finally getting to, I think they put up a second round or whatever, and that sold out really quick too. So I would guess that they'll put out a season two, how they do that. And if they charge for it, who knows? But, um, yeah, it's a cool little device. Mm -hmm. You can, it's got a headphone jack. It's weird. Uh, anyways, that, that was my only like outside of the news thing really that I, uh, that I had. So we can get into this news packed episode. Yeah. Uh, again, we're going to forego a part three just because it's like E3 quote unquote would be the part three or not E3 in this case. Uh, yeah, this, this uh, is, this is as close as we're going to get to E3. Yeah. Uh, E3 really popped off on day 10 this year. Mm -hmm. Um, but outside of that, yeah, uh, the Microsoft Bethesda showcase happened, uh, and it was it was good all around. I think um, lots of stuff was announced, lots of things were shown that I thought were pretty cool. Uh, how did you feel about it overall? I guess before we get into, uh, are we specifically talking about Xbox? Yeah, uh, I I mean there were a couple things that looked cool to me, and as I've always said, if there's one or two things I'm excited about, I consider it a success. So, yeah, I mean they started with the main thing I was excited about, mm -hmm. and then I cried uh, because they showed Hollow Knight Silk Song, mm -hmm. and I was like freaking out. My girlfriend had no idea what was going on. She's <laughs> like, I don't understand, and I was like, this is the greatest moment of my life, uh, and. It, it then ended the trailer with tons of new gameplay and it did never release date. And then I cursed God and said, how could you do this to me? Microsoft. Um, but it is going to be, it, it is going to be day one on game pass. Yeah. I'm still going to buy it because I'll buy it on every console. If I have to, the team cherry deserves all of my money. Um, but I, I found out later that they said that it is due out at least by June, 2023. So sometime in the next year, in the next year, Hollow Knight Silk Song will be out. God, that gameplay got me hype. Very excited. Um, I think that that is really cool. I want to play that game. Now, did you just kind of watch like trailers here and there? Uh, I had it like on, on my phone right. while I was doing something else. Okay. Uh, and then if the trailer stuff was cool, I like went back. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I was at a baseball game while this was happening. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, but, uh, it was a, a baseball the, game. Uh, it was a, the baseball game here? No, the one in Syracuse. Oh, thank God. Why do you say that? Okay. I don't know. The name of our team, the Rumble It's Ponies, the best so name. Stupid. It's the best. I would rather, yeah. I'd rather cheer for the Rumble. They took our team. They're the Syracuse they Mets, did. and it's bullshit. Yeah, but. I mean, I would rather cheer for the Mets. I'd rather, the the Rumble Ponies, Ponies are stupid. It's a funny it's a name. terrible it's, it's name. Funny. It's terrible. It's funny. I, I hate it. It's funny. And I hate their logo. I hate everything about I it. I love the fact that they, they're they like, let's do a poll, and then that won. Yeah. The internet won that day. Yeah, sure did. Mm -hmm. Sure did, sure did. Uh, but imagine being like a professional baseball player. You spend your entire life working to this moment, and then you play for the Rumble Ponies. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny everyone's favorite double a team yeah. actually are the rumble ponies even double a i don't know. I, guess, I guess i don't know i don't pay i've never been to a game or i don't know anything about them the binghamton the mets were double a yeah so I, I don't know i don't know if the rumble ponies are single a or whatever the hell uh, no it's uh is the double a affiliate okay 
sick. Well, that, you know, now you know about the Rumble Ponies, everyone. I'm confused. Why? What's confusing about the Rumble Ponies? Because they're the double-A team of the New York Mets. Excuse me? Isn't that the Syracuse Mets? Or I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're the single-A team for the Mets. I don't know. There's no way Binghamton's ahead of Syracuse. Maybe Syracuse Mets are like the, the triple-A? I don't know, man. Well, there's no way uh, this uh, minor league... Triple-A. Yep. The Syracuse Mets okay. are triple-A. That makes more sense. Okay. Well, why the fuck didn't they just keep in the Binghamton Mets? Mm-hmm. It's funnier this way. (laughs) Anyways. Well, I think part of it is they have to pay the Mets to use that name so they don't have to pay the Mets anymore. I guess. And it's funnier. Except that they're a Mets affiliate. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I won't pretend to know how affiliations with sports teams work. I can explain it to you if you want to know. No, thank you. Okay. Well, if anybody (laughs) wants to know, just email Manny and I'll explain it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing that caught my eye was Riot Games. They're makers of such fine products as League of Legends and Valorant. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all of their games that are not that are their games specifically, not like games about League of Legends, like Rune King. So like uh, League of Legends, League of Legends, Riled Rift, which is the mobile game, uh, Valorant, uh, Runeterra. Is that the name of the card game? I don't know. I think it is. Anyways, they are coming to Game Pass, quote unquote, except that those are all free to play games with transactions. So like they are going to come to Game Pass with almost all of their paid content unlocked. So like in Mm. League, you will have every champion. Uh, Same thing with Wild Rift. You'll have every champion. Uh, Valorant, I believe you will also have every whatever the fuck they call the characters in that game and uh rune terra i i don't know how the mechanics for getting cards in that work uh because i can't care about that um so you get something in that as well and i think that's cool like that's a big get for them Uh, i'm sorry to cut you off but i can't imagine they're splitting the base like this is all like cross play right Oh uh, yeah, I mean the Wild Rift is only a mobile game. League of Legends is only a PC game. Valorant is only a PC. No, game. what I'm so. saying is, but like they could still get split where like Epic and Steam players can't play together. No, Riot has their own launcher. Yeah, but like, are you? Do you like download it through Xbox and then launch? Absolutely it not. I would assume you do not at all interact with the sex bags. I would I would guess that you link your Riot account to your Game Pass account, mm. and it goes through that. Because I know with like uh, on PC with like the EA, it's EA Access. What is it called? EA. Uh, it is EA Access. Yeah. Because like that, you like download the games, or like it's very confusing the way that on the PC end it works. Yeah. Uh, I mean that you also link the accounts that way right um you can download them through origin still uh but i mean i don't use origin so i just i can download all those games through game pass the game pass app but they still like you still launch them through the i don't know it's oh i guess i haven't ever downloaded one that would make sense but for i would assume it's the same for this yeah, and that's you what just, i was yeah and then you just link them uh through that 
because yeah, Riot has their own launcher, so I don't, I don't know. Which is what I figured, but like, there's no way they're going to be like, hey, we're just going to split the base and there's going to be like five people over here playing League. No, yeah, that doesn't make any sense, no. so it'll be the same. Also, I don't know. I feel like people who play League, like that's pretty much all they do. It is, but there are a lot of care champions in League, and they cost like uh, five bucks a piece. I'm just wondering how many people, how many of those League players have Game Pass. That's all I was kind of wondering. Oh, I would guess many. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I mean, that 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 is just good for them to do, I think, yeah, I mean, like, uh, overall. I don't think it's going to hurt them in any way. No, value add for everyone involved. Uh, and then Forza 7 comes out spring 2023 still not out it looks four to seven look it looks like a racing game it does it looks it looks really good very I, good I, graphically yeah i i mean i'm making fun of it but it, it looks really good yeah but i mean like i yeah i don't know you and me both don't care about regular forts no there's another one we'll, we'll talk about uh yeah and then overwatch 2 mm-hmm. uh, which i will use this as my platform to dunk on overwatch 2 because they also uh Activision Blizzard put out a bunch of stuff about Overwatch 2 the other day. Um, it launches October 4th in early access, and it is free to play. Okay? Okay. Um, and they showed the new hero, Junker Queen, which she had been teased in some of the announcement trailers for, like, Junkrat and other uh, such characters, and people had wanted to play, for her, uh, play as her for a long time. And to me, this announcement makes this game seem like what happened to Fortnite. Uh, because the whole thing that they announced Overwatch 2 with was, hey, you will be able to, if you only own Overwatch 1, you will be able to play that same game, but the multiplayer stuff will carry over. Like, that that part, if you own Overwatch 1, you can still play the multiplayer part, so you'll get those characters, the new characters that come out with Overwatch 2, you'll be able to play the multiplayer, you'll get the whole multiplayer side of it, but what Overwatch 2 is essentially is a graphical upgrade and single-player slash co-op content with like skill trees on the characters story-based missions and stuff like that and like that's what the meat of overwatch 2 is right that shit is no longer like it doesn't come out until a nebulous time in 2023 right why aren't they just calling this an expansion i don't fucking know dude it doesn't make any sense um and the other stuff they announced with overwatch 2 is like yeah it launches with Junker Queen Sojourn, I believe, is the girl soldier's name that they showed originally when they announced it. And there will be a third one that comes out at launch, quote unquote launch, October 4th with this. And then each competitive season, they will try to release one new character as well. Mm. Um, And then they also are other. They're trying to make it season based like most uh, most. Um multiplayer free-to-play games like this are and i don't think they said this but i would assume that they will now because overwatch 2 will be free to play for everyone they will start selling battle passes to get cosmetics because they un they overwatch already has a shitload of cosmetics they have skins they have sprays they have voice lines they have uh play of the game poses they have fucking all kinds of wild shit they are adding even more 
and now there are like more customizations for the skin specifically. Like the one they use an example is Genji, which is a good example because the skin they showed looks sick. Uh, but you can get different colors for each skin now. And you can also get like the Genji skin will have like different face masks as well. They all look really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course they would show the really cool one as the example. Um, but then they are also adding like, the thing that a lot of games add where there's like gun keychains that are so small, you don't fucking see them at all during gameplay. Uh, so like, I don't know why that is. So what's going to happen is the loot boxes are going to be even more diluted than they already were, which is already kind of obnoxious. And there's already so much stuff in overwatch that you can get that. And then you can get dupes anyways, which is fucking infuriating still. Uh, maybe they'll change that aspect of it, but who knows really how this is going to look. Because the next thing is when this actually releases, in theory, they'll be part of Microsoft and the Game Pass stuff. So They will, yeah. So that that's going to be kind of interesting to see. But uh, my thing with this is like, why still call it Overwatch 2? Right. Why not just say, hey, we have scrapped the idea for Overwatch 2 and now we are just updating Overwatch? Right, as I said, just call it, like, Overwatch and then just call it an expansion. Yeah, because, like, they're not selling it, so it's not like anyone is getting burned other than people who bought Overwatch originally. So, like, yeah, it just it doesn't make sense to me to still call it Overwatch 2 unless the, like, PvE portion of it will, you will have to pay for that part. It still seems unclear because they said that this, it's free to play. So, like... Uh, maybe that only means this this specific the multiplayer competitive portion and not that PVE stuff that was supposed to be the main thing of Overwatch 2. I don't know. It just is it's like a giant clusterfuck and it also seems like they are getting all this stuff out there to try to like make it seem like they are, you know, it's the same thing they always do. They recently they have announced news about Overwatch 2 uh whenever they Activision Blizzard has had some type of controversy. Like we talked about this before the stream, but Activision did their own internal research and determined that they did nothing wrong ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and ironically, this stuff was came out that day that that same report came out. Right. Yeah. Not coincidence. Um, and before the last time they talked about Overwatch to uh, some other wild shit had happened with Activision. Um, and so it's just one of those weird things where it's like, ah, oh, this feels really skeezy. And then like, also, what the fuck? Why even call it Overwatch 2? The whole concept of it just, uh, I don't know, man. And people are getting excited about Overwatch again. So like, that's good, I guess. I am not one of those people. But people really wanted to play Junker Queen. The cosmetic stuff looks pretty cool. But like, I I don't know. The only reason I was interested in quote unquote Overwatch 2 was because of the potential to like have something else to do other than the competitive portion. Right. And I don't I don't even have that. And it sounds like they have like wildly shifted focus away from that to just go back all on competitive again. So I, I don't know. And like that's what that's what most people playing Overwatch probably want. But I mean it's just the same thing. I mean like Maybe they tried that mode and it just was never fun, so they scrapped it. Like we we won't know like that. Oh, I mean they're still making it. It's still on their dumbass calendar. But I mean, like maybe they're struggling to make it fun. I just think they're struggling. Sure. 
Uh, but yeah, anyways, the, the portion of this that was in the Microsoft Bethesda showcase was the trailer for Junker Queen. Sure. Um, she looks fine. She looks cool. I might have skipped that part. Cause... Yeah, uh, but she looks fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, that, that's whatever. Um, and then Aura History Untold was announced. It is a turn-based strategy game. I uh, know nothing about it. it. It's about history. Is this not the one? Nope, this is not the one I thought it was. Uh, yeah, you basically know nothing about it, but it is a turn-based game that has history. It's about history. Yeah, because I, I watched this with my girlfriend after, and I just kind of laughed, and I was like, like, I understand RTSs and like specific things are really hard to market and like make trailers for, but like they didn't show us any gameplay. So it's just like this, this it's a, it's a game about history and I have no idea what it is. Like, hopefully it's like emperor, like, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it like. Maybe total war or something. I, I have no idea. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, um, next one, biggest deal for us though. Yes. Forza horizon five. The first DLC comes out July 19th, which is two. Oh no, that's not two days, mm-hmm. a month and two mm-hmm. days from now. <laughs> Uh, it is Hot Wheels, baby. Yeah. As someone who loved Hot Wheels Unleashed, this shit's tight. Uh, this will probably be better than that. Uh, that game was really good. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, this is sick. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this. Yeah. I yeah. it looks very cool. I'm kind of curious of how the world is actually going to look. Yeah, I unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be like the trailer where there are just like all these like orange tracks like piled on top of each other. No. So, yeah, I don't know about that. I Yesterday, I guess a lot of outlets did previews or like wrote about their previews. Mm. Um, so there is there is orange track in it. Oh, I'm sure there sure. is. But I'm, I'm saying it's not going to be like just like this massive clusterfuck of like orange tracks on top of each other. and stuff. No, but that's that's what I crave. It's yeah. But I mean, I I have full faith. It'll be fun. So like, yeah, uh, I I'm excited about that. The next one, Arc 2. I didn't watch this trailer either. It had I Vin Diesel. I also did not. I also did not watch this part. It had Vin Diesel. And then I was like. And my girlfriend was like, is that Vin Diesel? I was like, yeah, it's a whole weird thing. I don't. It, it, and then we skipped it. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, Minecraft Legends. I. It is it is an action strategy game. So it's like Minecraft Dungeons, but more actiony. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and that's cool. More actiony. I'd look, man. I don't fucking know. I think I think it is more actiony though. Maybe it's more strategy. Because like the other one was just like an action RPG. I mean, it was just Diablo. Yeah, this. I thought this was more turn based. Maybe it is. I I can't even really describe it. I guess it is just a lot more strategy. I don't know, man. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. I my brain actually conflated this with the original Minecraft dungeons trailer. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, but there is both cooperative and competitive multiplayer in it. And it is more strategy. Sorry. Yeah. There's like, there's like area of effect attacks and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's more Minecraft stuff. Sure. They, they, Microsoft owns Minecraft. They spend billions of dollars on it. Might as well use it. And like they can't uh, make yeah. Minecraft too. Like I, I just don't see a scenario. Well, no, but they also still update Minecraft all the time. Well, yes, but I'm saying like so. they can't make a second Minecraft. No, but if they can put the Minecraft name on things yes. and get people to pay for it because they've already bought Minecraft everywhere that exists, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you might as well, you know, try to try to sell it based on the Minecraft name alone. Exactly. Because you'll get moms being like, oh, little Jimmy likes that Minecraft. I'll get him this for Christmas. Uh, little Jimmy loves Minecraft. Yes. And then little and Jimmy. Children will... love Minecraft in a way that I cannot <laughs> understand. Yeah. It's a sickness they that they have. They all love it. Every one of them. Mm. It's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, the next one I was surprised by, I guess, uh, Obsidian's next game uh, called Pentiment. Don't they have like five games in development? They have another, yeah, they have another like first person uh, RPG thing going on. But this one is a smaller $20 RPG and it has like a really strange art style and it's like more grounded in reality. But I can't even describe how it looks. It like sort of looks like a like an old tiny storybook. Mm-hmm. that is like in movement uh and yeah it's like a smaller like turn-based strategy rpg thing um okay yeah it's weird i don't even really know how to describe it but it looked okay and when they were like obsidian is making this i was like what well, here's why i said that they they have grounded which i mean that yeah oh uh, which that's coming out of early access here soon they they just announced pentiment they have that avowed game yeah. And then the Outer Worlds too. Yeah. Is Obsidian like much bigger than I realized? Yes. Cuz like that's four games that they're working on. Uh they are much bigger than you realize, but also I don't know why they're making half the stuff they're making. Mm. So, I I don't really know. Um this one was just a weird one where it's maybe it's just like hey, we have that Microsoft money, let's dick around a bit, sure. you know. We're about is like hey, Skyrim's pretty cool, and then the Outer Wilds are like, hey, Fallout's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know. It's a small RPG. It looks weird. Um, and then on the Obsidian Train, Grounded, right. it still continues to exist. It hits 1.0 this September. Uh, yeah, that people play that game. I don't know anything about it. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, it's like Little People, Big World. Yeah, and it like has that arachnophobia mode. Mm-hmm. That's like the only thing I know about it, really. Well, and it's it's basically the closest we'll ever get to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in oh, video game form. It's probably true. Where's Rick Moranis? Get him in there. Uh, is he back to acting? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, because he kind of took a break after his wife died. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he's back yet or not. But if they do get him, if he comes back, you know, get him in grounded. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That's his that first, would be. That w- that's his first thing back. There's like an event mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, shit, it's the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids event. Rick Moranis is here. Well, then you'd have to get Disney it. involved. Uh, that is true. And that would. Hey, they're licensing their shit to everybody now. You know, I mean, like, what are they doing with that license anyways? Right. Nothing. Exactly. So nothing. Uh. Blizzard came back. Mm-hmm. Now that Microsoft owns them, Diablo Diablo Four. Um, they showed the Necromancer. Mm-hmm. The, I, look, man, I am not the person to talk about Diablo. It looks like Diablo. What? I know. Um, and it has cross generational gameplay, Matt, which means that you can play on the PS4 with the PS5 and the, the Xbox and the PC and all of it. Mm-hmm. Everybody plays together. In Diablo 4. Also, we got to see Rod Ferguson. Everybody loves Rod. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He seems like he seems pretty cool. He seems pretty cool. Um, yeah, so this it, Diablo 4 continues to look like Diablo. I don't know. Um, you never played 3, right? 
I did not know. Have you ever played any Diablo game? Uh, I have like been exposed to a lot of Diablo too. Okay. So there's that. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. And I saw people being upset that like, maybe they think that there's not going to be a paladin at launch in Diablo four and that they're then going to sell that later. I don't know. People are very passionate about Diablo. They are. I don't think I people will be satisfied either. regardless of what they do because they're so used to like Diablo three with all the expansions where Diablo four is going to be starting. It's, it's like the Sims in that way. What I love about Diablo four is that they, because, uh, what is the mobile game diablo Immortals? yes uh it has so much microtransaction bullshit that they actually had to say that like no diablo 4 you like pay the price and then like <laughs> it's got all the content oh. and, but they, the statement was so wild like they were trying to not say like hey man we get it that other one's a mobile game. This is not though. I, it just was a really funny statement to me that they mm-hmm. put out about it. And I was like, okay guys. Wow. Uh, yeah. So Diablo four coming out, no microtransactions well, just for big, ba- maybe for bigger expansions. They said, well, and by consider- maybe they said that means yes, there will be expansions just like Diablo three. Do you consider my like expansions to be microtransactions? Technically, yes. I mean, they're they're add-ons. Like I, I don't. They are add-ons, but I they're they're all DLC to me. Well, like I, th- I think there's a to me there's a difference between DLC and microtransactions. I guess that's true. Because like to me, like Forza Horizon Five, the Hot Wheels, that's not a microtransaction. That's a that's a substantial. Like that's not micro. That's a big expansion. I guess that's fair. Where like the microtransactions are like, hey, buy this card pack or hey, like buy this like car or hey, buy this like costume or whatever you want, skin, whatever you want to call it. So like, yeah, but I could see like, which I mean, like there's no world where Diablo won't have expansions and DLC. Yeah, exactly. They're going to put more classes in there. You bet your ass. Well, like almost every game is going to have like DLC now. Well, and also Diablo three had the like eventually it had the seasons thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Diablo four is probably just going to start with that sure. because it was such a popular way to do stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, I bet I think they learned a lot from Diablo three because in the beginning people hated it yep. and now people like it. So yeah, they know, did like uh, the auction house and stuff, the real money auction house. Yeah. I mean, they were trying they to fucking they learned their lesson from that. Yeah, they, they tried some interesting things with three. They did. Um, and then the next game they showed Ravenlock actually looks pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It So I didn't know this. I can't think of the name of the developer right now, but they signed a contract with Microsoft to make three games. Oh, cool. Um, Echo Generation was the previous one, uh, which is like that voxel um, turn-based RPG. It actually looks really cool. Um, obviously, it's on Game Pass, uh, so I should play it at some point. And they, their first game, I can't remember what it was, but I didn't know that it was like the first of these three games. Ravenlock is the last one. Um, it, it has voxels again, and it's like a kind of more f- like high fantasy esque stuff, where it's like you know like demons and fairies and shit. Whereas like Echo Generation was more kids and robots sort of like it had a more futuristic bent to it whereas this is more fantasy i i don't know what type of game it is i guess like i don't know if it's an action game 
uh, I would assume it is more an action game. Like you are walking around. Uh, oh, it is an it is an action. Game, I was going to say it definitely looks action, but I don't one hundred percent. It is an action game. Uh, so I don't know. It looks cool, and like your character doesn't look like voxels, but like everything else looks like voxels because it's like you you go into another world. Um, and it's like normal and then you go inside the mirror and then it's like, oh shit, we're in fantasy voxel land. Uh, and so it looks cool. I, I, I don't know. I think this, uh, Coco Cucumber, that's what they're called. Uh, uh they do good work. I like echo generation seemed really cool. It reviewed very positively. Oh, they made river bond. I made I played river bond. That was the other one. Yeah. You would not like that. Uh, probably not, but that also had voxels. Cause that they was- love voxels that was just like be bad diablo well mm-hmm. more boring diablo i should say okay uh but yeah that voxels mm. that's what coco cucumbers into um there was a trailer for an annapurna game called cocoon in all caps mm-hmm. it's a puzzle adventure game that's all i fucking know about it it's literally all i got you didn't watch it i did not oh you why didn't you you didn't watch an Annapurna game? I think you fucked up there. Listen, man. Uh, they're going to show it at their showcase on July 28th. I'll be there. Sure. And then you're going to be like, whoa, I've never heard of this before. <laughs> I may. <laughs> uh, Team Ninja announced a new game called Woe Long Fallen Dynasty. Uh, it is Neo, uh, but... It is like the story is based on Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Um, it is it is more like Chinese inspired than um, Japanese inspired like Neo was. Um, I So like I, this sounds bad to say, but it sounds like Chinese inspired Neo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it is more than that, but that's, that's just what, that is what my initial knee jerk reaction is. People seem very excited about it. People like Neo, uh, team Ninja makes cool stuff. So I I think that is neat. I believe they also announced that this comes to game pass day one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I I mean, I think not all, like a vast majority of these are going to be. Yeah. There were a few though, where they made a big deal about it. And I think this is one of them. Um, and then the next one, my brain exploded, Matt. I have wanted a remaster of Persona 3 Uh. for so long. I wanted them to put it on modern consoles. I wanted it. I wanted it so bad. And then, even better, I never played Persona 3 Portable, because it was for the PSP. Mm -hmm. Who does that? Uh, You can play as a lady or a man in this game, and then it changes everything. Uh, I would play as a lady when I play it again, because then my favorite character doesn't die. Uh, Spoilers. Anyways, Persona 3 rules. This is the PSP version. It's remastered. It's being remastered. Uh, So you can play everyone's favorite uh, Persona PSP game. Actually, that might not be true, because they also did a remaster of 2 for the PSP. Anyways... Persona 3 Portable being remastered. That's an announcement in itself because that had not been announced before, Uh, but it's coming to the PC and the Xbox. So Persona coming to the Xbox would never before happened Uh, in this trailer. They only showed that it was coming to the Windows store and the Xbox. Atlas said the next day, hey, man, this shit's also coming to the PlayStation and also Steam. Mm -hmm. So 
get your butts ready. Uh, that pl- th- all of these three things that we're going to talk about here come to all of them, come to all of the stuff, except for the Switch. Get fucked because everyone wants Persona 5 on the Switch. But Atlas said, fuck you guys. No one likes the Switch. Uh, Persona 4 Golden already on Steam, already on the Vita. <laughs> Uh, which people are mad about because they want to play it on the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Now they can. That also is coming. And then uh, also to the Xbox, obviously. Persona 5 Royal now will be freed from the jackals of PlayStation and will come to the Xbox and PC for all of you. So that's cool. Switch fans, get fucked. That's what Atlas said here. I still find it to be insane that they would not put these on the Switch. I mean, can but it, well, no, if it can run on the the PS, the Persona Five is a PS3 game, right? What? Okay, and at least Persona a PSP game and a PS2 game, or sorry, a Vita game. Right? Can you fucking the Switch can run that shit. So I don't know. It seems like they're just leaving money on the table there to me, because I people would buy that unless they're trying to get people to triple dip. Mm. they want him to buy it on PlayStation and then when it comes out on PC, buy it on PC and then when it comes out on Switch, they want him to buy it there. I don't fucking know. Maybe they're trying to get as much money out of Persona 4 Golden as they possibly can. I just, to me, that seems crazy. Well, I don't get that. Which one is already on Steam? Is it 4? Uh, Persona 4 Golden, yeah. Okay. So, I, I don't know, man. It should come to the Switch. but I'm impressed that they're just like they they finally realized that the PC is a good market. Yeah, I it has done very well for that. I still think it's so funny because when they announced that Persona 4 Golden Steam port, they fully like there are interviews about this where they they fully expected it to sell like not very much. Well, and then everyone was gonna insane. Everyone was just going to pirate it. Everyone was just going to pirate yeah. it. Yeah. They're going to sell like two copies and then the rest will be. Pirated. And then they, it's like, it's almost like they base their entire sales expectations on the fact that it didn't sell well originally. And it's because it was on the fucking Vita. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I just say it is so hilarious to me. It's like, whoa, it sold a shitload. Like, yeah, dumbass. It's not a full price game and people love it. Like what? Yeah. Buck ass wild. I don't know, man. Uh, and then scorn October 21st. I did not see. I don't know what this is. Uh, it's, it kind of reminded me of doom a little bit. It's just like a oh, very okay. Gothic, like first person shooter, very kind of gross looking. Uh, like, like, like you, Oh God, I don't even know how to explain this, but at one point, like the person like grabs something and then he like connects it to his like belly button. And you're just like, this, this looks weird. But it's a first-person shooter. It's coming October 21st. It looks cool. I'm going to play it. Okay. Uh, and then the last case of Benedict Fox uh, is like a 2D platformer, Metroidvania, where it seems like you're like like uh, solving like a crime. So, And that's coming out spring of 2023. I think you should check out the last case of Benedict Fox. I think that's something you would actually enjoy. Okay. Um. And then Kojima. I audibly started speaking aloud during this portion where I said, no, 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 don't let this man do this. Uh, Kojima is like, it's not going to be on PlayStation. No. So that, uh, that, that I believe the petition you are referring to was made, uh, a year ago. It is, but it's, it's built, it built up steam again after this got announced. Oh yeah. But if, if it makes you feel any better, I signed the petition. 
Nice. I would love to cancel the game, but not for the reason that the petition wants to cancel. No, I, I just didn't want it to sully the good name of Xbox by putting a Kojima game. Yeah, I mean, I get that. So he is a psycho <laughs> and they're allowing him to do uh-huh. uh, as many things as he can. Uh, this was a non-announcement. Like, yeah, I, yeah. There, he's leveraging the power of the cloud to make some dumb bullshit. And I wrote Crackdown 4 in it with a question mark. Because remember when Crackdown 3 was going to use the power of the cloud? It did for the multiplayer. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyways, Kojima's going to make something that we've never seen before with the cloud. Uh, yeah. And apparently it's not Death Stranding 2. And it's not that horror game that he's making that leaked. Hmm. So this is a third game. Also, what is that horror game for? How do how is he allowed to do this? Uh, so I don't fucking know, man. He's got it. This is only for Microsoft. Wasn't there something where he was? He wanted to get into movies and everything as well. No, yeah, he is doing that still. Okay. Uh, and after this, he posted pictures on his Instagram of him meeting with Michael Bay. So, yeah, he may be doing something with Michael Bay. Good. Yep. Good. I love Michael Bay. I love Kojima. So I was just baffled by that because it seemed like that was their like final like check it out. We got Kojima. And for most people, maybe that's cool for me. It was like, oof, we've done fucked up here. We've, this was not the announcement you thought it was for me. I, joking uh, aside, like Kojima's fine. I he, He's just not for me. No, and like he's not fine. And Death Stranding just broke you. He is not fine, Matt. Mm-hmm. The fact that there will be a Death Stranding sequel is a crime against man. You could just not play it. I could, and I plan on it. But then you're going to hear everyone talking about it, and that's going to piss you off. It's going to piss me off so much. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Uh, and then they ended with uh, 15 minutes of Starfield. Mm-hmm. And can I tell you something about this? It looks like it looks like a Bethesda game in space. Uh, I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. So that's that was my secret for this. Um, it looks like no man's sky oh yeah it sounded like a thousand different planets and blah 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 and so my thing is i don't want that i don't want procedurally generated planets in that way Mm -hmm. i want handcrafted interesting things and like skyrim had that oblivion had that Morrowind had that Daggerfall, on the other hand, the second Elder Scrolls game did have Mm. a decent amount of procedural generation. And they said they were looking to that type of stuff to do a lot of these planets. But like, to me, that just sounds like, hey, man, do you remember how much every planet sucked ass when No Man's Sky first came out? This could be that for you, except with Bethesda jank. Um, but the other parts of it are cool. Like the fact that you can build your own ship and stuff. And that part looks cool. Um, there are like four major hub cities and like that stuff looks cool. I I think this game will be interesting. And my favorite part about it is I won't have to buy it. Right. Because it'll be on game pass. So like Mm -hmm. I can play the PC version, which would be the best version of that game anyways. And I, I can give it a shot and know that it's not for me. The other, the other side of it is like, 
I know people are going to like devour this game and it's going to be the same people who dunked on No Man's Sky at first. And it's the same people who will not give No Man's Sky a chance now, even though it is incredible now. Right. So, like, I I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, why not just play No Man's Sky, though? Uh, I mean, this because it's not because it's not made by Bethesda. Well, and like, like, and like, this is an RPG. It is. But like, I don't know. I hope I really like it. That that is my that is my take. I hope it's really cool. But I have such a bad track record with Jank and Bethesda games that like, do we really want to add an extreme amount of procedural generation to that? I just don't like procedural generation. Like, I think I've really thought about it. And I think a big reason why I don't like roguelites are because they're like, it, everything's procedurally generated. It depends. I think on the scale of the procedural generation, sure. I in reading the book about Spelunky, the way they do procedural generation and Spelunky is the coolest thing ever. And it's insane. Whereas like when you blow that out to a bigger scale where it's like, we're generating these dungeons and stuff like it sucks. And then that also goes to the loot. And I I don't know. It depends. And it can be done correctly. Correctly isn't the right word. It can be done well, but it just, when you're doing thousands of planets that that's not it, it just ends up being like one in every hundred planets is actually cool. To me, like it can be done quote unquote well, but it's never going to be as good as something handcrafted. No. And like that, that is why I think it's cool that there are handcrafted cities in that game because like those will be really cool. But yeah, I don't know. As soon as I heard like there's thousands of planets, I was like, Oh no, that's not what I want. <clears throat> I would rather they just be like, "Hey, we cr- we have a couple caves here. They're procedurally generated, like and like you can just go in and they're always going to be random. Like something like that's fine, but like a thousand different planets and that's going to be a core part of the game. Like that does not excite me. But I wasn't super excited before about Starfield. Well, and so then the other part is they specifically said like you can't fly the ship yourself mm-hmm. from planet to planet." And they basically were like, well, why would you want to do that? And the answer is because that's the best part of No Man's Sky. What the fuck are you talking about? I mean, like Mass Effect, you don't do that. No, but you also don't travel in space in Mass Effect like that. No, but you go you you bounce from planet to planet. Yeah, but it seems like in No Man's Sky, you are still not traveling through space. What I'm saying is they should have made something more like Mass Effect. No, yeah, I, I, one hundred percent. I love Mass Effect. I would love for most games done like something where it's like ten to fifteen planets, and they're all handcrafted, and you can just bounce from planet to planet. Yeah, and what if they? What if you just did like a bunch of ten planets, and they were all comically large open world maps? Mm -hmm. What if you did that? It just seems like I, I know that's hard, and I know that that's like a lot of work. But they've also had like five years to work on this. Yeah, like they, they, they've had a lot of time to work on this. And then the other parts of this that piss me off are are not about Starfield. It's about the fact that then the Elder Scrolls 6 is after this, right? right? Mm-hmm. And they keep saying that. Mm-hmm. Stop saying that. And then they were like, oh, well, after that, Fallout 5 is coming. And it's like, stop! You know what stop. made me laugh about that, though? What? Fallout 5 is going to come out somewhere between... Skyrim 20 year anniversary and Skyrim 25 year anniversary. I know, 
But it's just like, don't even say the words Fallout 5. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, now we're going to hear, like, for the next 10 years, people are going to be like, when's Fallout 5? When's Fallout yeah, 5? like, when's Fallout 5? It's like, bitch, it's after <laughs> fucking The Elder Scrolls 6, you dumb motherfucker. Like, why do that to yourselves? That seems so dumb. Todd Howard. Like, Microsoft should have just told Todd, like, no, focus on one game at a time. But Oh, my God. I laughed so hard with it when I read that. It's just like, no, man, don't talk about that. Like the fucking Elder Scrolls six is probably in like extreme pre-production still. Like, don't don't know. <laughs> yeah, because they have what another basically six months of over more than six months of uh, Starfield. I know. <laughs> and so like when it's all hands on deck on the Elder Scrolls six, it's still a couple years off, probably. Oh, at least I I'm expecting 2026, 2027. Sure. I, I like that. And that's a reasonable guess, which is I, the most fucked up part. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, really? <laughs> you, and then you're going to talk about fucking Fallout 5? Uh-huh. Unless they were able to hire on 8 trillion people to develop two games that are that huge in tandem, mm-hmm. which they didn't do. Spoilers. So, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess they still have time to hire up before 2026. So, Jesus Christ. So that that part pissed me off um, because it's just like, why are you guys doing that? You already, I mean, like, remember the fucking logo for Elder Scrolls 6? And then for the last five years, and I'm pretty sure it's been five years, people have been bringing up Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's great. And so that... It's not at all annoying. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the thing I saw was that do you remember the, the lady who was like the Skyrim grandma? Yes. Uh, apparently she was out there asking Todd Howard to please release the Elder Scrolls six uh, within the next couple of years because she might die. So mm. she might die before Elder Scrolls six comes out. I could see them like doing something where like they go to her and like she gets to see it. Sure. Uh, before it's um, actually out. But I just, the fact that I even saw articles about that pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Because we shouldn't even know. We should ever, or you just assume it's in development. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I, I shouldn't know about it. I shouldn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. We It should be like the way they did Fallout 4 and even Fallout yeah. 76, where it's like, hey, this is coming out in six months. Yeah. Don't. Yep. yep. Don't do it. it too late. <laughs> Anyways, I hope I like Starfield a lot. But we'll see. If you I don't, it, like, uh, it's, yeah. like, it's so low risk, like, who cares? Oh, yeah, it's zero risk. So Because I'll have Game Pass regardless. Well, exactly. So, like, hope for the best. But, you know, if it's not good, whatever. Move on. Yeah. Um, And so that was Microsoft's thing. Yes. Overall, I think it had some pretty good announcements. Uh, and, you know, it was all over the place with a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. Something I, for everyone. I think it had, like, it just, like, I mean, it had a turn-based, like, turn-based strategy game a historical one you know i had you know i just bounced all over the play a couple driving games you know persona persona uh some diablo mm-hmm. that, that's cool i guess for yeah buddy. uh but no but like it you know i don't think there were any like huge surprises uh i persona was my I, biggest surprise ironically i guess Three previously released games were my biggest surprise. Yeah, which is just more sad than anything else. 
Uh, yeah. Also, I didn't know that they were leaked mm. beforehand uh, and not leaked like someone right. teased them in a spectacular fashion. I mm. might add there's a there's a Twitter account called The Snitch and they have been releasing uh, things in like these insane cryptic formats and they only have a few tweets and all of the stuff they said has been true so far. So, oh, cool. Get hyped. Because uh, they, al- they also they also did the Final Fantasy seven thing. Mm. Uh so, you know, but yeah, they did the persona thing and I thought that was crazy. And then they specifically kind of were like, not switch, though. And everyone was like, what the fuck? And then that was true. Uh, so, yeah, that that's neat. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Microsoft is cool. Uh, it is kind of weird that like a lot of the studios they bought d- don't really have anything to show. Uh, maybe they're doing the right way where it's just like we don't really have anything to announce yet. Yeah. And that that is probably good yes so so we'll see there's plenty of time for microsoft's eight billion studios to announce things in the future yes uh and then next was the capcom showcase Mm -hmm. and it's kind of sad because the monster hunter announcements they made leaked the a couple days beforehand uh someone has the game already has sunbreak and they took a picture of the loading screen and uh it was really funny because people were like, what if it's fake? And it's like, dude, this is the most elaborate fake of all time. They took the time to like make this insane elaborate drawing of these, all of the monsters and this really specific art style. Like no dumbass. Right. This is the low screen. This is very real. Uh, so when they announced the Gormagala and the Aspinas were returning, uh, that, you know, I already knew, but me and Nukio have wanted the Gormagala to return Every game since it first existed, I'm so excited. We are both so excited. The Gormagala fucking rules. Anyways, it returns. Uh, And then the Espinas is from Monster Hunter Frontier, which is one of the Monster Hunter MMOs. And there have only been, I think, two monsters that they brought over from the MMO that were exclusive to it. This will be the third one. Uh, And that's a really big deal. Um, And it is a cool monster. So it's like a dragon-y thing. Uh, and then they also announced the return of the Daimyo Hermitar that had leaked before, though, um, and a fire version of the spider monster they added in Rise. So I don't know. It's cool. That that uh, is going to be awesome. They also showed something that did not leak, which is uh, a variant of the Nargukuga, the Lucent Nargukuga, which will be um, in the first free update in August for it. So releases at the end of June, first free updates the end of August. Uh, and they are going to add at least, uh, I think it was six um, monsters through DLC. Uh, and, you know, it, it's cool. I, that that game's going to rule. It's going to be the G-Rank mode, you know. I'm excited for Sunbreak. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, Street Fighter Six continues to exist. Uh, they didn't actually show anything new, which is kind of weird, because in the previous trailer at the Sony thing, they showed the, one of the new characters, Kimberly, on a screen. Uh, and said her name and like they, they did not show that so I'm trying to remember because like I, last time we had like E3 wasn't was it Capcom there was a company that like showed the same trailer three times at three different press conference uh, that was Square Enix oh it was it, Kingdom it Hearts was Kingdom Hearts that's yeah. right that was hilarious um, so yeah they like did show like the same uh, Street Fighter trailer basically so you know that that's fine yeah. uh, they had just they had just announced it so like I'm not really 
you know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not upset by it. It's whatever. Uh, I, I would have liked to see some gameplay of Kimberly cause she's one of the new characters that looks cooler. Uh, but whatever. And then um, also Manny, I have very exciting news. Yeah. It's the 10 year anniversary of dragon's dogma. I've heard that. And we'll have another announcement separately later. You're going to love the video when it comes out. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. So they did. Yes. They announced that it's the 10 year anniversary yes. and they're going to do a separate stream for dragon's dogma. Don't worry. We'll get there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think resident evil uh, was the true star yes. of the Capcom showcase. Holy shit, dude. Yes. I mean, they sh- the, the update for eight is so cool. Yeah. Like I'll start by saying they did show some more RE4, but it was just like a very short trailer. And it basically confirmed that it's just resident evil four in the resident evil two th- uh, slash three engine. Yes. I'm hoping it plays a little bit more like two than three. Mm. Uh, Cause there are just little, little differences between the two. Uh, but then, like, yes, getting back to Resident Evil Village, uh, they're adding a third person mode, which looks real. Which the whole game is going to be in third person. Yes, yeah. that's crazy. Which Ethan I think you Winter's can only access it if you've beaten the game. Okay. Which is fa- fine, whatever. Uh, they're adding like a mercenaries mode, which I'm just going to call well, it. Mercenaries already exists. When- they're adding Lady D oh, okay, okay. and two other characters to mercenaries. Okay. they're Yeah, they're adding late. I'm just calling it the Lady D mode because like that's yeah. all people are going to care about. And then, <laughs> and then also they're adding like, I have no idea how much it's going to be, but Rose, the Ethan's daughter, she's getting her own like DLC. Yeah, I can't remember what it had a specific name, but it yeah, the DLC campaign it, is after the yes. events of Villa. And this is called like Resident Evil Village Gold, I think. The the whole DLC yes. package. Yeah, the whole DLC package. I, and you can buy the Rose DLC separately. Mm. So I think okay. I would buy the whole thing just for the third person mode. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Like the fact that you're going through the it's they redid the whole game. Like you got to remake basically the whole game yes. to see it from a different perspective. But also they're doing the whole game in VR as well. Yes. So they basically like remade the entire game like twice. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fucking wild. I, I think that's like such a cool package. That's nuts. To me. Also, the Rose Winters DLC is all going to be in third person as well. So this is basically yeah. the third person like mode for this game i has me wondering do you think now resident evil 9 or whatever they call it i think that's got to go back to third person now right yeah maybe because like if they're establishing rose as the new protagonist they're they're not gonna then switch her to first person so yeah i don't know Uh, i'm just i i'm excited because like i i won't be surprised if this ends up being like a four or five hour like chunk the the dlc yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that looks really cool. And then, like, just for free, Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7 are getting, like, a, like a next-gen upgrade. Yeah, sadly, these leaked. I don't, I don't remember how, but people knew. I think they were already added to some store or something. But still, I mean, like, it's, a, happened. it's a, that's cool, though. It's for a free, free upgrade. For, I mean, like, it, yeah. like if it gets leaked, who cares about that? That's just cool. Yeah, pe- people really wanted it for seven, though. Mm-hmm. People were like chomping at the fucking bit. For that. Champing. Oh, God, stop. <laughs> Sorry. Ruining my whole life with that. <laughs> uh, so, yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Resident Evil. I continue to be very excited about Resident Evil. Yeah, so Capcom showcase last year, they showed nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year showed some cool stuff uh, so. because they actually have games to show. 
they actually have games to show. Because like I uh, remember last year they didn't have anything to show, right? That is true. Because they they haven't released anything between Resident Evil Village and like Monster Hunter, right? Yeah. Other than yeah. they released Monster Hunter on the the PC. But... Oh, they also showed Exo Primal. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, I don't care about the game at all. No. Uh, it's a multiplayer co-op shooter where you shoot dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And they confirmed it has nothing to do with Dino Crisis. Mm-hmm. So get fucked, Dino Crisis fans. Uh, but but more important news. More importantly, wait, let's set the stage for Okay, this. I'm sorry. You are a Dragon's Dogma fan. Yes. And you are so excited about the NVIDIA Now leak. You saw Dragon's Dogma 2 in there. You're like, this is the time mm-hmm. Capcom showcase. Mm-hmm. You see your boy get on there, the director of Dragon's Dogma, and you're like, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is my time. Uh-huh. They're going to announce Dragon's Dogma 2. And then he says to you, hey, it's the 10th anniversary of Dragon's Dogma. Uh-huh. And you're like, I already know. I'm the world's biggest Dragon's Dogma fan. And then he says, well, good for you. We're <laughs> Congratulations on being a fan for 10 years uh you can come back to a separate stream where we're just going to talk about how it's a 10-year anniversary mm-hmm. you contemplate <laughs> smashing your head into a wall and you go and you cry uh-huh. and then you you pull yourself out of your depression long enough to be like i guess i'll watch the 10-year anniversary dragon's dogma stream it's gonna be very short because i love dragon's dogma and then they announced dragon's dogma 2 for you mm-hmm. and now you're you're full of vim and vigor and you're excited at life. Why? Why would they not just fucking show that before? I don't think Capcom understands. It doesn't make any words. fucking sense. Here's some and like it's it's cool. It's uh, cool yes. that that game is being made. And my the other cool part is the RE engine. Oh, that wasn't the cool part. The cool oh, part is this means cool. that they, they are going to make another Ace Attorney game. Well, the reason why I said it was the RE engine is cool is because like that is a fucking amazing engine, and Dragon oh, Dogma yeah. is going to look amazing. So yeah, and Dragon's Dogma was cool before. Yes, it's going to yes. be cool now. Uh, but it also means that now there is one Capcom game, <clears throat> actually two. Sorry, uh, the the other one is a Mega Man game that was confirmed to be real but was delayed. Mm. Uh, and so. I can't remember what the fuck that Mega Man game is called. Anyways, uh, those two games are real. And that means that my the Ace Attorney returns, Matthew. Mm. I mean, very it's not, exciting. It's not impossible. Uh, no, it's 100%. And like with Capcom, like, this happening. who knows when they're going to announce that? <laughs> no, I know, exactly. They might just one day be like, hey, it's like the fucking 14th anniversary of some specific Ace Attorney No, game. it's just going to be like Two part in. of the a Sony state of play in uh, August 17th. I, I actually, I would expect it to be uh, at a Nintendo direct. Mm. Oh my God. Actually, never mind. I'm not going to get myself too. Excited. No. Yeah. I know what you're going, where you're going. But don't, <laughs> don't do that. Tears. What if they do it? No, they don't do that. <clears throat> That'd be so cool. Anyways, uh, Dragon's Dogma too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother was excited. He likes Dragon's Dogma. Austin Walker. Very excited. He loves Dragon's Dogma. So I recently bought that. I'm going to play it at some point. So. Uh, yeah, it was the cheapest <clears throat> it's ever been recently. It had a really, a lot of really cool concepts and the combat was really neat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, just, uh, so. I'm just curious, like, what is an open-world Capcom game, you know? Yeah, Dragon's Dogma is the answer. Mm-hmm. And that game, the, God, that game's crazy. Uh, I watched my brother play that a lot. Mm. It's very neat. Um, and then streams, they were happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Final Fantasy VII, as you know what? Everybody, you're welcome. 
Remember when Matt said I was responsible for this stream mm-hmm. and what happened in it? You're all welcome for <laughs> it because what I predicted came true and more, in fact. So there was it was 10 minutes and they they were not kidding. It was chock fucking full of news. Final Fantasy VII news. Uh, there was some first soldier shit. There was like some dumb skins. That's their battle royale game. Uh, the the other game that's collecting every Final Fantasy VII story ever told. The mobile game Ever Crisis is having a closed beta in 2022. They showed some new footage. That's an RPG. It looks cool. I will play it when it comes out. But also, Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. People refuse to buy it on the Epic Game Store. Hey, it's coming to Steam today. Might already be out. I think it's out now. Uh, and then they were like, hey, dude, do you remember everyone's favorite PSP game, Crisis Core? And I was like, yes, I do. My friend Nukio let me borrow it. It's one of the two PSP games I did not pirate and played on a physical copy. Uh, Crisis Core was really cool. And it is a, it was a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. They had a lot of weird characters. The Japanese singer Gact is in it as Genesis. They re-upped their uh, contract with Gact. He's back as uh, Genesis in this remake of Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core called Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. It's coming out this winter. Uh, I am trying to say right now that I will not replay Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, but I will cave and probably replay it. Do you think you'll play it to completion? Uh, yeah, it was a good game. I liked it. Uh, Nukio said he will play this. Scott also said he will play this for sure. They are the only two people I know in real life other than me who played Crisis Core. Uh, people really like Crisis Core, though. Oh, boy. It's one of the one of the best and only PSP games that was worth it. Uh, it was like a wildly high budget for a fucking PSP game. Square Enix went all in on the PSP. Game. That's what uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep was for, too. And uh, was it like early anyways. on in the PSP? No, it was a while in. Oh, weird. So, yeah, I didn't play the PSP much outside of Crisis Core, Birth by Sleep, and uh, God Eater. See, I don't remember. Like, I, I know Nukio has my PSP. I can't remember if I sold it to him for like $20 or if I was just like, you can have mine. Mm-hmm. I just stole my brother's mm-hmm. because he never used it. Yeah, and me and Nukio did the thing where you can just pirate everything. Right. I just, so. as I said, like, I, I know Nukio has mine, but I don't remember how he got it. Yeah. And I don't care. Uh, I believe it was because we played God Eater so much, his analog stick broke. Mm. Well, analog stick is you mean my... term. It's a weird nub. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. And it felt awful. Oh, my God. Oh. And remember they had the movies? It did. That's my favorite part about the PSP. Yeah, that is not my favorite part about the PSP. What do you mean? That's just hilarious that you could buy. No, like... I, I just love that it was so easy to pirate things as a kid who could not afford to buy mm. PSP games. Wasn't it pretty easy to pirate the Vita? Uh, I don't know. Oh. I didn't pirate anything on the Vita. Well, by then you're like, I should actually support video games. That is true. Um, I buy <clears throat> all the games I played on the Vita. I bought so. Mm. I will say that. Um, so, yeah, then they uh, they did announce Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2. But as I and most people suspected, it is a sequel to Final Fantasy VII uh, or a different timeline. And they called it Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And it is out winter 2023. It. Oh, God, I yelled. I was so <laughs> fucking excited. I oh. people are upset. 
about, about uh, this this game because they're like, I can't believe they're not telling the same story. And it like might be different. But I am here for it. I can't fucking wait. I want to see all of Nomura's bullshit. I want this game to be so dumb. I want them to just add in all the dumb shit to this game. Uh, but most importantly, it's going to have the same battle system. And I fucking love the battle system of Final Fantasy VII uh, remaster, Remake. Sorry. So I I think that's great. I can't wait to play this game. Winter 2023, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, yeah, is that like, is that January, February? Or so that's what people said. Out? There's no way. It's got to be. December. It's got to be December of 2023. I So, so realistically january february of 2024 yeah probably because uh, people were like what if it comes out now and i was like no there's no way they are going to release the crisis core reunion thing like this december and then like in january or february they're gonna put out the fucking part two of the final fantasy 7 remake no way uh and they did announce that the final fantasy 7 remake is a trilogy so there will only be three. Oh, that's good uh it seemed like they uh, were maybe thinking four or five at some point. Uh, no, only three. So that's cool. And they did say that they would be uh, a little bit faster dev time what, because they had the, like the assets and the engine and stuff ready to go. Um, so like this would be three years from Final Fantasy VII Remake-ish. So, you know, uh, that's a, fine. That's a reasonable amount of time. It was, I think really? cool. Oh, yeah, it was 2020. Yeah. So, uh so yeah, I, I think that's that's cool. I, that was a really cool stream. I was very excited. Um, yeah, and so that really ends the like true like not E three news stuff. There was some other like weird random stuff on the side of like people announcing uh, random shit. Uh, I will say that Tactics Ogre Rebirth was one of the games that was on the uh, Nvidia leak as well that like showed up on the PlayStation store mm-hmm. and people found assets for it. So again, the Nvidia leak proving to be real, the remake and tactics ogre. Uh, so anyways, everybody get excited for Ace Attorney. Um, but then this came out and I thought this was bizarre. Alana Pierce is a industry person. She works at Sony Santa Monica. Now she used to work at IGN uh, but she was just streaming, and she said that there's going to be a Nintendo Direct on June 29th. I was going like, to ask. As, as if that was fact. Well, like, I was just going to ask, like, she's, like, in the video game. Like, developer. Yeah, she act. works at Sony Santa Monica now. She should not be announcing stuff like She that. should not be able to say that. No. Yeah. Uh, and so she said that, and that's one of those things where it's like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then, like, several other sources were like, yeah, I also heard that. And it's one of those things where like Nintendo's weird. This might not happen, but it just was it was a really weird thing to have happen. Yes. Where people were like, oh, there's going to be a Nintendo Direct probably at the end of the month. And I was like, I, OK, I, I would love it. I, I would love that uh, because it would mean that it's a month before Xenoblade comes out so they could give more uh, details about Xenoblade uh, and maybe announce what Nintendo's got cooking for the fall other than Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But Pokemon is enough to have for the fall. So they don't really have to worry about it. Oh, yeah, they did 
Is Splatoon is is Splatoon in the fall? Splatoon also it comes out in September. Okay, yeah, I knew there was. So yeah, like they could. I don't think they would show another Pokemon trailer because that's what the Pokemon company does their own streams and stuff now. Um, but I, yeah, like I would guess because Xenoblade would come out in a month. It comes out at the end of July. They would show some stuff about Xenoblade again. Uh, they would show more about Splatoon 3's like single player or something. There has to be uh, and announce some more stuff for the fall. Something Mario. I mean, it's been so long since we've heard anything about mario yeah and like i people would be excited about like any news about breath of the wild 2 uh and just maybe some other stuff that's coming out uh with you know within the next few months but i i would take that with a grain of salt even though it was said like very confidently and very weirdly Mm -hmm. uh and other sources said yeah i heard that too um so the timeline makes sense it does, and I, like I would, I would love to see that. And then, as I was trying to say earlier, what if Capcom was going to announce a new Ace Attorney game mm-hmm. on June twenty ninth at this thing? And mm-hmm. I told you, don't don't do that to yourself. Uh, also, I would like for them to be like, "Hey, we're not holding Advance Wars anymore. It's coming out now." That is Thanks. possible. Thanks for your patience. But the war is still happening. It is. I, I don't know. Can they hold that game forever, though? Until the war ends, I could see it. I guess, but like that, that could be a long time. Uh, yeah. I mean, so I, that's what I, I just don't know. Yeah. Cause it was supposed to come out uh, two months ago. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's, it's done started. Yeah. Like it, it's done. So I, I mean, it's one of those things where they could just be like, Hey, it's out digitally right now. I mean, I know it's not like the war's not really in the public eye anymore, but like, yo, it's still going on and it is still terrible. Yeah, I, that, like, but don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, like if the whole goal was to just like, be like, Hey, we don't want to release this while there's an actual war going on. Like, I, I don't know if you can still release it. Right. No, yeah, I feel like there would be a lot of backlash if they just did, but, but that like also seems like a very Nintendo thing to do. Yes, uh, I don't I don't know what the answer is there. I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. Yes, I am also very glad I do not have to make that decision. Um, but, but like I said, I'm just giving reasons that there could be a Nintendo Direct and they could show... They have things to show at a Nintendo Direct that are Nintendo products, is what I'm saying. So um, it is something that could happen for sure. Yes. Uh, and then this final one, oh my god, dude. I had to put this on here because I thought it was the funniest thing. So Sonic Frontiers has been uh, getting weird coverage of like just various small clips and stuff. And like there was finally like a gameplay trailer. Uh, and then they were like at, at the the play, the Summerfest play date or whatever the fuck they called it. Uh, they had Sonic Frontiers there and people were able to play it. Um, and people were saying like, I don't like this. Like, I don't think it's very good. It also has fishing in it, apparently. You can go fishing. Uh, and the director came out and said, like, hey, we are not going to delay this game because of negative fan feedback. <laughs> and his reasoning was they don't understand it. I, mm. They just don't understand it. The fans don't get it. They don't get what we're doing here with Sonic Frontiers. And I was just like, What? The, the, then you did a bad job explaining it, dumbass. Well, the other issue is, like, you can't... If fans don't get it, you need to put... like Because, like, then sales are not going to be... Well, actually, you know what? Sales will be fine, I'm sure. If, but if fans it. don't get it, and if there's universally negative feedback, it'll then something well. is wrong. But it'll still sell well. 
I don't. That that's not. That's regard. Irregardless of that, I, I yes. Like I agree. Like like if fans don't get it, then you you fucked up. With you have fucked up. Your marketing has been bad. Maybe you should not have like let IGN post like a twenty second clip of random bullshit, mm-hmm. and then like done twelve separate reveals on your weird, very vastly open dumbass game. Right. I, I don't know, dude. It just like that it seems like a fucking wild thing for the director of a game to say like you just don't get it like bro you it's not like this is some small indie game like you fucking work at sega mm-hmm. this is one of the most popular video game mascot characters of all time if fans don't get your shit you fucked up mm-hmm. <sighs> did the people who played it not get it they just didn't understand it <laughs> do you think that's true I, I I think it's just a bad open world game. Me too. I get that. Mm-hmm. So maybe we do understand. <laughs> no, it's the best open world game ever made. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I would love for Sonic Frontiers to come out and be like cool and surprising, but it's just going to be a bad mm-hmm. uh, empty open world game mm-hmm. like that has like no soul. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that's sad. It's not going to feel like Sonic. Oh yeah, so fans of Sonic will be upset. Fans of good video games well, will be if upset. You're a it's... fan of Sonic, you deserve. You get what you deserve. I, I'm like, no, you could like the movie. Uh, is that a fan of Sonic though? I was, um, yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Sonic fans get something. Sure. Just, just stop. Just stop. Yeah. Just <laughs> stop. That's my advice <laughs> with everything Sega. Just stop. Yeah. So, like, just so Sonic's dead. It's okay. Mm-hmm. He's had a good run. You don't get let him let him rest. Five year, five year break. More than that. No, you can get five years and then just be like, "Hey, we have a new Sonic team. Uh, it's the team that it's just the guy that makes Sonic Mania. He's gonna make a Sonic game every three years, <laughs> and that's Sonic for now on." Mm-hmm. That's a good idea, right? Yeah, they're not going to do that. No, no, because like as I said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's good. It doesn't matter if it's bad. It'll sell, and I don't know that and why. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. It like mm-hmm. so. I just sit back and just laugh when Sonic fans are sad because you can leave. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, that's the news. That's not E3. Maybe there will be a Nintendo Direct in a couple weeks for us to chat about. Uh, we I'm don't not... really have anything this week, right? No, I don't think so. I think all of the weird random streams were uh, this past week. So, so this was the the closest we're gonna have to to E3 or whatever, which is fine because like you're going yeah. out of town anyway this weekend. So it is, good. and I I would like for there to be a Nintendo Direct, but like I said, I'm gonna take that with a grain of salt because Nintendo is weird. I, well, we won't know until probably like two days before. Oh yeah, they they always do just a couple days before now. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there was a lot of cool stuff announced. Final Fantasy VII stuff, Capcom's killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the Microsoft Bethesda thing had some cool stuff. Capcom uh, was awesome. It's just like the Dragon's Dogma makes me laugh every time. It's so funny. <laughs> it's it, like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like I understand when Sony did that with Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, because like was it? I I remember they had like the PlayStation Expo and then like the the Game Awards right around each other, 
and they showed a little teaser and then they're like you'll see more at like the other one that made sense this doesn't make sense at all no it was just very weird because like it was like just to make dragon's dogma fans suffer yes yes because like they could have had like a little teaser at the microsoft and then be like the big announcements at like two days later it just it's it was just funny it was them just acknowledging dragon's dogma exists and then it made it seem like it's gonna be like a month before we find anything else out but it was like a day later it's just bizarre makes no sense but but with that we can get into the games we have been playing yes uh, you you can you can start it off. How is Assassin's Creed Three going? Well, I'll, I'll start with Dead Space. Okay. Uh, because I finished Dead Space. Uh, my goal was to kind of just play through the game on the PS3. Uh, because I mean, I I just enjoy the game, so I wanted to get as many trophies as I could for that. So I just kind of made a game plan of I just played with the plasma cutter and played through the entire game with just like the plasma cutter to get that. But then I was also able to just kind of focus on the upgrades of like my, my character and everything. So then I beat the game, but like before I beat the game, I created a save state right before the final boss. So I beat the game and then I, and then I loaded back in and then I beat the game again, but I kind of like switched up the weapons. So then on my next playthrough, I'll be able to just start with all like those weapons, like all the like different weapons that I didn't use throughout the entire game. So because mm-hmm. so my second playthrough, I'm going to uh, play through and get like kills with all those guns, because like each gun has like get X amount of kills for like trophies and stuff. So, yeah, OK, so I just kind of wanted to do that. So I kind of so basically uh, Dead Space was just kind of setting me, me up for that. Um, now, Assassin's Creed. I don't know why, but I'm having a hard time like separating like the history of it. Like I like I, I'm having a hard time just kind of like like it's bothering me more with this game than like any other Assassin's Creed game. I don't know. Why. <laughs> okay. Like there was just like a part because like you play as Connor, the like Native American, and like you just have a very friendly, cordial conversation with George Washington at one point. And I'm like, George Washington was a super racist. <laughs> there is no world where he would have talked to Connor. You know, I never thought about that, but you are 1000% right about that. Yeah, I it just it's so. Uh, and then just like everything about the game, like conceptually for me, I'm like, oh, this is cool. But then like what you're actually doing in the game is just not as cool. No, like the Paul Revere ride. You're like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. You do it, and you're like, oh, that wasn't that exciting. I just literally no, out, out, rode a horse and then like knocked on three doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the Lexington Concord battle and like the the Boston Tea Party, like like conceptually, it's all very cool stuff. But like in reality, I don't. It's just not that cool. Mm-hmm. The other big thing is I don't like the stealth in the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I really like the combat. So I'm just like running into places and just like going with combat with like. Oh, I always did that in old Assassin's Creed games. Mm, see, I did as much stealth as I could because I did not like the the combat in like two and I guess well, especially two because two took too long. 
Because mm. like they like they, the enemies were really good at blocking, so it just like took forever. Well, in Brotherhood and on, you like could, up until Black Flag, you can just like fucking merc everyone instantaneously. Well, like at least with like that stuff, you can like have like the guild members come in and kill people as well. Yeah, so they'll like come in and support you. I do think this game they improved upon the combat. Uh, up until this point, like this is definitely the best combat they've had uh, between like Brotherhood and Revelations and everything. Yeah. Uh, so like I- I'm enjoying that. And then the other big thing is uh, I spent hours just kind of collecting all the the collectibles in the frontier. And then I went to New York and I was excited about that. And then I spent like a couple hours collecting all those collectibles. So Great. I haven't advanced the story in a while. I gotta get oh, dear God. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed. It's coming along. Uh, mm-hmm. Sure. I, I, I have an issue. I know. Yeah. Um, and then I finished, uh, which I, I didn't really play any more. Um, Stanley Parable. So I moved on and I started playing Devil May Cry. The Ridge? The Ridge. I bought like God, it's so weird. It is a really weird game because I It's because it was it was supposed to be Resident Evil. Yes. And it feels like like in a lot of ways. Oh yeah. It feels like Resident Evil. Um (laughs) But like also like this was really the first character action game, right? Mm, I I guess it's the first one I can think of. I'm sure Maybe someone would be like, uh, excuse me, technically it was whatever. But Some it, weird, it's, it's like the, obscure Japanese game. Yeah, like it's it's the first one that I can really think of yes. personally. Like so like it, it's at least probably the first one that like really popularized it. Mm-hmm. Uh so like it's very interesting to kind of play it in that sense. And then like it's also just kind of like it's just like so disjointed the way like like each mission yeah like like there's like 20 quote-unquote missions but it's all connected at the same time but like mm-hmm. you like go into a menu and then you can like buy upgrades and stuff and i just i like that that system no yeah i so i really like devil may cry the first one and it is like going back to play it, it is really weird because it is just like such a bizarre thing yeah. the way it like pivoted from what it was originally supposed to be and then devil may cry 2 i've never been able to make it more than like an hour in because i think it sucks so much i don't think you're the only person i think that's pretty universal no it is but then like i feel bad about that because then i think about like how sick devil may cry 3 is mm-hmm. and i'm one of the few people who actually like kind of likes four a decent amount mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, something about something about two. I, I God, I, it makes me feel bad. Like, I feel like I should try it and like get through it. But also I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause I, I think like devil may cry one is like a weird artifact and it is cool and interesting to play. Two sucks. Three is like what I think of when I think of devil may cry. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy when you really think about like devil may cry and God of war came out within like, I think a couple of months of each other. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, God of War was just copying Devil May Cry, mm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So like, but like, yeah, I mean, like, I I had a tough time at first, just kind of like putting my like putting my mindset like back to like basically like PS2 era. Oh yeah, where like like those missions are supposed to be really short, right? Mm-hmm. It took me forty five minutes to get through the first mission. <laughs> yeah. 
just because like I just like I was like everything's so convoluted and how was I supposed to figure that out but now that I'm kind of like getting into it more I'm I'm getting back into like that older mindset where like I I'm like I'm kind of figuring out where I'm supposed to go because like the game doesn't hold your hand at all no not at all Uh, so like I just kind of struggled at first I've also struggled a bit with like just like the game's a little difficult Mm mm-hmm but like, at least I'm able to just kind of grind. So I, yeah. I, I, at one point, I just put on a podcast for an hour, and I just kind of ran into different rooms and just like grinded for red orbs for a while. Nice, because uh, I, I just, I don't, I'm enjoying the game enough. I, I definitely want to finish this one. Mm. I'm gonna dabble with two. I have no plans of beating Devil May Cry two, and then I want to like try three and give that a legitimate try as well. Because I bought like the yeah. trilogy. I, I mean, if you like Devil May Cry 5, you will like Devil May Cry 3. Mm, so. Because, I, like, I think the Devil May Cry 3, I, I get, see, I'd have to play it again now. I think it's the best one overall, and it is because it is the prequel. Like, it is the beginning mm. of this whole thing. Um, I, 5 might be better. It probably I, I, is. It, it, pro- it probably is in terms of the way the combat works, but like 3 just feels so good. 5 also feels very good, but uh, if you like 5, you will like 3 almost certainly. So, nope. Uh so I, I'm I I don't know how long it's going to take. I just wanted to play one, dabble with it, and I am enjoying it enough that I want to try to finish it. I don't know. It could get like super hard at the end and I'm just not able to finish it, but like for now, like if I'm struggling, I can just grind for a bit. Uh, like, do you remember a lot about this game or? Uh, not like super vividly. I remember when I played it because I bought, uh, it was like a weird three pack of one, two and the special edition of three. That's what I bought. Yeah, I, but I bought it for PS2. Oh, okay. Interesting. At the time. I didn't know they released it for way back then. So Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I, I, I came to it much afterwards and that's because like, it's the special edition of three, right. not even the 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 original version of three so Uh, so nope that's uh devil may cry it's it's cool i've only i think i'm like seven or eight missions in which i mean there's 20 total um so uh no it's cool uh the last one i did if you are familiar there was like this item that was depleting my health so i had to like basically sprint to the next checkpoint oh okay uh and it it i was being very stubborn uh, the first time I died and I had to use a, a yellow orb, so I reloaded. And then the second time I got a little bit further, but I died again. I had to use a yellow orb. The third time I was like, I know where I need to, not, to go. I know what I need to do. I don't want to waste one of these yellow orbs. So I just kept loading like an old save. And I was able to get through it and not like waste a yellow orb. So. Nice. Which I mean, like it took maybe 10 minutes to do that whole thing. Because like some of these missions, you're like, this was three minutes yeah, yeah, it's very strange the way it's made. Um, mm-hmm. And then lastly, uh, usually what I like to do is the first half of the year, I can just like I'll just willy nilly play whatever I want to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second half, I usually like to focus on more quote unquote new games like games from this year. Yeah. So I finally decided to sit down and play a new game. So I'm playing uh, Sniper Elite 5, which came out, I think, like a month ago. Yes, if I yes, it came out recently for sure. Yes. Uh, it, I mean, like I, I this, I'll try to explain, like talk about a little bit more, just because like it is a newer game, uh, Sniper Elite. Uh, it's 
for the most part, it's a pretty generic third-person shooter. The big difference is like it is like a sniping game, and like this when you like pull up when you like use the sniper rifle, it goes into first person. Uh, but like the big difference be- that kind of like separates this from any other like third-person shooter is the the X-ray mode or whatever you want to call it, where like it'll show the bullet going into a body if you have a good shot. Like sometimes it'll show like a like a the bullet going through an eye socket or going through the skull or going through the stomach or going through the leg or something like that. Mm. Uh, now I will admit I turned it up. So like it happens as often as it, it can. Oh, well yeah. Cause that's the cool part of the game. Well, exactly. Like if you're not, if you're not going to have that, then like you're just playing a generic third person shooter or yeah, generic third person shooter for the most part. Uh, one thing that I do like about this game is it, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Hitman. Okay. Where it's just like, hey, here's like a big world map. And it's just like, it will always be pretty much the same. You can unlock different starting locations and stuff. Uh, but like, like enemies won't respawn in. So mm-hmm. you can basically just kill everyone and then just run around the map willy nilly freely. Okay. Uh, but like, it is definitely a game that is made to be very sandboxy, kind of like Hitman. I'm not saying it's as good as Hitman. But I'm saying, like, that's kind of the type of game it is. It's a third-person shooter. You have a mission objective. It's a big world, and, like, enemies won't respawn. So, like, if you can just, like, slowly kill and, like, take out enemies, like, they're not, you're not going to have to worry about them just, like, respawning forever. So mm. um, one feature for this game, I think it's a new feature. It's called Invasion Mode, where, like, I mean, it, it, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, like a... Like a, a another player can kind of come into your game and snipe you. Yeah. That was on by default. Someone did that, killed me. And I was like, I'm going to turn this off. Cause that's not really what I'm looking for in this mm-hmm. game, at least right now, like as I'm playing through it. Um, now there are nine missions in total. It took me three hours to do the first one. Okay. Uh, and then it took me about two and a half to do the second one, I think. So I'm taking my time with it because um, like there are like there's the main objective and then there are like sub objectives in the game, like in each map as well. Uh, so I'm just kind of uh, slowly making my way through that. It is tough, but I, I mean, I think it's supposed to be like a tougher, like open worlds, like open area, mm-hmm. like, you know, open ended sandbox type games. So um, the other thing I will note is the game has active reload which I think is notable because, like, very few games have that. Uh, but I keep forgetting to use it. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's, uh, so that's uh, Sniper Elite. So for now, I think I'm just going to be sticking with AC3, Devil May Cry, and Sniper Elite 5. Okay. Uh, but, like, I know I've been playing a lot of older games. Get ready. I am going to start playing a lot more newer games here because, like, as of right now, I think I've beaten two games from this year. Mm. Uh, so like top 10 list not looking great right now <laughs> um, okay I beat Horizon Infernax and if you want to count Stanley Parable as a new game you could so that's three Okay. so definitely need to get a few more to get the 10 yeah but I have time so. yeah yeah uh, but why don't you tell me about the games you've been playing, Manny? I played two new games. Oh, nice. To me and the world. 
Uh, first, I will talk about Mario Strikers Battle League. Uh, I had previously uh, played the tutorial part of the network test and didn't end up playing the network test part, but I was like, oh, this controls well. I'm excited. Uh, and I only played for about an hour. I played with Nukio. We played online. Uh, the cool part about Mario Strikers Battle League is the matches are short. They are four minutes mm. each. Uh, so it's one of those things where you can just kind of hop in. We played seven matches, I think. Uh, and I don't know. It's fun. It is Mario Strikers. It's pretty similar to the previous one for the Wii in a lot of ways. Um, it has some more like high level mechanics. Um, you, like there's perfect passing if you like push the pass button right before you get to the next person and then pass at the correct time. Uh, there's like perfect shots. If you release the shot at the right time, um, the super shots are the coolest part, probably where you get the sick special orb. And then um, you charge up your shot and it goes into the really cool, like kind of hand drawn looking mode. And it does these crazy animations. Uh other than that, it's just like it's a fun soccer game with cool powers. Um, you get items, and so you can try to, you know, other than tackling people, you can use items to get through there. There's not a lot to describe about it other than that I think the animations in it are fucking awesome. Okay. Uh, like, I don't know if you've seen the clip of when Donkey Kong makes a goal, but he like break dances. No, I didn't see that. It is, it is one of the sickest animations I've ever seen, and I always let it play out. Okay. Uh, it just looks very good. And some of them are less cool, uh, but like that specific Donkey Kong one is very good. Uh, Waluigi scoring is very cool. Uh, There's fun. And some of them are like pretty long, like they're 10, 15 seconds. And it's just like, wow, they put a lot of effort into this animation <laughs> in a way that is excellent. Luigi, when he scores, will like run around doing finger guns. Okay. And that's fucking awesome. Uh, it just looks very good. And they, they put a lot of effort into those animations. But outside of that, it's just soccer. And I was correct in that it is very bare bones. It doesn't really have a lot of single player stuff. Like it has these several cups. I think there's like five or six. And you just play AI teams and you unlock some gear. The gear doesn't necessarily make you better, which is, I like, um, it kind of just changes their stats. Like it'll raise one stat and lower another. So you can like try to make like, Oh, I want this person to be my shooter or striker sorry, mm -hmm. soccer. Uh, and so like you, you raise their, their striker, the kick strength stat, and then you would like lower defense or something like that. So you can kind of like make them play a little bit more to their strength to make them more specialized. Okay. Um, and, and so, yeah, you're like, you're like buying gear for them and the gear looks wild and it, yeah, it, it, it's a Mario strikers game. Um, and it is more focused on multiplayer. I believe now, uh, we, the season mode is starting. And so we'll mean Nukio and someone else will probably create a striker club and be able to play online. And then we unlock rewards based on that. Um, so there'll be like Jersey colors and new items and new characters and all kinds of shit, just like there was in Mario tennis aces. Um, and that's another game. Uh, like if they had a Nintendo direct at the end of this month, maybe they would talk about DLC characters coming in the next few months for this. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I, I like it. It is Mario Strikers. I'm glad that Nintendo bought next level games because they can do stuff like this and make Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, I mean, I, I was a little surprised that they were allowed to do this. 
Uh, yeah, because it is like it's one of the more extreme. Well, no, just games like for sure. Haven't made one. Like if you look at the games they've developed, they just haven't made one. And like, no, yeah, that's true. They, they, literally, the Wii game came out 15 years ago. Yeah, so like, <laughs> I mean, like, how many people are still working at that studio that like made that Wii game? You know. Yeah. So that you're right, but I mean, like Luigi's Mansion was very good. So like, it's you have faith that they're going to do a good job on whatever. Yes, yes. I, it's more just like I'm surprised that like sometimes like they like studios will move on like that and then like just like, they won't go back to their roots or whatever. It's like Naughty Dog. I don't think Naughty Dog will ever make another Jack and Daxter game. No, but I also do you saying that reminded me of this recently. Naughty Dog put out some statement saying like, "Oh my God, The Last of Us sold." The million. Last of Us Part Two sold 10 million copies, mm-hmm. and all I could think of was get fucking destroyed. Luigi's Mansion Three sold more than The Last of Us Part Two by like a pretty large margin. Yeah, I think it's that it was at 10 million like a long time ago. Wow. So I, I, uh, I think that's high. It's definitely higher than that now. And I was just like, man, get destroyed, Luigi. <laughs> he's destroying you um i just think that's funny because yeah like once that game sold that many copies they were like we're gonna buy them now and i was like it's probably smart yeah i think you should think you should do that i i and it's good to see that like they've had two big wins back to back yeah that's so. yeah um and then the other game i played came out last night and i beat it last night uh tmnt shredder's revenge and the reason i was able to beat it is because it's two hours long because it is side-scrolling arcade beat-em-up can I uh, cut you off for one second? Sure. As of March 31st, 2022, Luigi's Mansion sold 11.43 million copies. Hell yeah, baby. Luigi. Luigi. My boy. Um, but yeah, so I played TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Uh, it is meant to be a sequel to Turtles in Time, which is one of the best arcade beat-em-ups of all time on Super Nintendo and in arcades. And I have, I own that game on Super Nintendo. I played it to completion many times in an arcade. Uh, and I love that game. I love the Ninja Turtles. I collect the comics. I have Ninja Turtles action figures. Um, so I am the exact target demographic for this game. People who like Ninja Turtles and are nostalgic for, uh, the previous Ninja Turtles games. Um, this is tribute games and .mu did this together. Uh, tribute usually does very good pixel art stuff and .mu, uh, is known for like Windjammers jammers two, uh, and re re-releasing wind jammers. Um, this game is awesome for the audience it is trying to hit for what it is trying to do for the nostalgia it is trying to recreate. Um, but more than that, it just is a good beat em up. Uh, it feels very good. A problem that I have with a lot of beat em ups is when things get knocked down, you can't really hit them anymore. And I think that's a terrible mechanic. Uh, in this, the enemies get up very quickly, so you don't have to worry about that. And you also don't have to worry about some weird hitting them on the ground mechanic. Uh, and it just it is it is a fun game. It took me two hours. I ran through it with Michelangelo. Uh, they added more playable characters than just the four turtles. You can also play as April and Splinter. And when you beat the game for the first time, you unlock Casey. So I unlocked Casey and I will go through the game again at least once uh, to play it with Casey. And it's cool because in the previous Ninja Turtles games, they all played the same. And this, they at least have slightly different strength levels and reach. So like obviously Casey and Donatello have farther reach. 
Um, and so I like that. Uh, and it just has slightly more mechanics. Like, obviously, it's just like, hey, mash square to beat the shit out of guys. But also there is like uh, jumping dive kick attacks. You get super attacks. You can super out of the air. You can super through a slide. You can do sliding attacks. Um, and it's just it's fun, right? Um, I, I think the main thing that works to its detriment is it has a lot more stages than Turtles in Time did. Uh, but the stages in Turtles in Time are a lot more memorable. And it is because in Turtles in Time, you're going through time periods. So it's like, oh, I remember the dinosaur level. I remember the pirate level. I remember the future level. I remember the first level in New York City. A lot of the stages in this game, there are 16 of them. A lot of them take place in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you go to the other dimension that is like in dinosaur times it's not another dimension it's another planet sorry and it's more focused on where the ninja turtles comics and the tv show were in the 80s okay uh so it has that like very colorful cartoony style um it has it has a lot more enemies uh from the show and the comics than the previous ones did like uh, it brings in the triceratons which were triceratops aliens uh brings in like Leatherback was in the previous one, but he's more prominent in this. He's a mutant, uh, a mutant alligator. Um, and then it's got the classics like you fight Krang, you fight Shredder, you fight Bebop and Rocksteady, you fight Toka and Razor. Um, but there are there are several others that I guess I won't say in case people are like you know want to go through and find the bosses for themselves. Uh, but it's you know you it's a it's an arcade beat 'em up that features the Ninja Turtles. There are a lot of cool uh, cameos from just weird characters from the cartoon and the '80s comics, um, and it's fun. I don't remember if I said this last week. I think I did, but uh, Raekwon and Ghostface Killa of the Wu Tang Clan did a song for this. Yes, I do remember. Uh, and when it plays in the game, I just couldn't stop laughing because okay. it's so it's so stupid. Uh, you're just like fighting a boss, and then the, the Wu Tang Clan is playing. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Uh, there was another stage that had like not just regular music, uh, and it had like vocals, and it reminded me of like a song that would have been in Sonic Adventure. Just like a kind of weird upbeat like rock jam. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like it, it rules. It, like if you like those old arcade games, um, and you would get some use out of this, it, it's fun. Uh, like if you, if you have nostalgia for that, or if you like the Ninja Turtles, that that's who it's for. And it does a great job at that. It has a great soundtrack. Like I said, the levels aren't super memorable, but there are a lot more of them. Uh, there's 16. So, and the bosses are interesting. Um, it's cool. You have more mechanics than you did previously. So overall, I think uh, they did a good job. And it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it takes two hours to beat, but it is, um, you know, it's a side-scrolling arcade beat-em-up that you, is $20. Uh, and you can go through it. There are collectibles in each stage. There are challenges to do of, like, get through each stage without getting hit, beat it on certain difficulty levels. Um, yeah, it was fun. And in the final credits, they licensed the 80s theme song. So, uh, and they have their own intro where they like remix the eighties theme song. And I, you know, I don't feel great about that remix. I don't think it's super good, but the original plays in the credits. Oh, uh, and that's fun. I like that a lot. It's just fun. I, as someone who likes Ninja Turtles, uh, it's, it was fun to just kind of like dick around for two hours and interact with a Ninja Turtles thing. That's very colorful, has good music. That's fun. And I will play it again. And that's that's what I got. But I will say for next week, I will have played another new game, Neon White, which has been Esposito's new game. Okay. 
I already knew I liked that game because the demo was sick. I didn't think other people would think it is sick. It is reviewing so well. Oh, good. Like literally every review is like, hey, this is one of the sickest things I've played in a long time. It's awesome. You guys should play it. And I was like, yes. Uh, It is a first person game where you use cards to speed run through levels. Okay. Uh, It's kind of hard to like explain. Like you'll have cards that are like guns or swords and you use those to kill enemies. But then if you discard the card, you get other abilities, like the ability to like double jump or do other things. Um, And most of the stages are like uh, between 15 seconds and a minute. Oh, okay. And you're trying you're trying to do it as fast as you can. Um, is there like an I, online leaderboard where you're competing against other people? There are there are online leaderboards. The other component of it is it's it got a visual novel. Like it, the story is told through a visual novel thing, and it is very for a specific kind of person. And those people are people who really liked anime in the nineties. Uh, but yeah, that the gameplay is really cool. Outside of that, um, it's it's very fun, and you it feels very good. It is only on the Switch and PC. I opted to get it on PC because a speedrunning game like that, if the performance dips at all, that sucks. Right. Uh, I I don't know if, if how it performs on Switch. I ho- hopefully very well. Um, but yeah, like think about that. The the game Ben Esposito. The last game he made was Donut County, a, a game about a hole that like reverse Katamari Damacy. And his second game is a wild speedrunning first person game that has a lot of anime aesthetics. so cool but it is reviewing well and like major outlets were just like hey this is fucking awesome uh and i'm very excited so i i bought that but i wanted to make sure that i like beat ninja turtles yesterday and then i could uh move on to trying out neon white more tonight like i said i played the demo so i already know i think the gameplay is cool uh hopefully that holds for me over the course of uh you know the whole game but yeah, I'll play Neon White for next week. Um, and so I will have at least another new game to talk about next week. Uh, which, I mean, like, you're going out of town, as I mentioned. So. I am, yeah. Uh, and then I'm going out of town tomorrow, which I'm nice. going out of town for one day. I know you're going out of town for multiples. So. Yeah, four days I'll be gone. I am going camping. Nice. And it's going to be cold. Nice. It's going to be, like, in the 50s. <laughs> yeah i it was like really hot the other day and then i kept seeing in windows at work it was saying temperatures are gonna plummet Mm -hmm. and i was like oh good Mm -hmm. great no uh where i am going now it's supposed to be mid 70s the whole time so well it's gonna be back like warmer yeah it's specifically just tomorrow is like really cold no tomorrow is really cold yes specifically uh so i just think that's funny that that's the day we're going camping but it's okay because we're gonna be in a cabin so i think it'll be fine oh that's fine then yeah 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 just like I think she wanted to swim in the lake. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not going to lake. Probably not. Seven degrees. I'm just not going to do it. No, no. Um, but with that, yeah, this is a jam packed episode. Yeah, uh, we talk about a lot. Video games are cool. Video games are happening. And I'll try to come up with a fun part three because we're E3's E3's dead. Yeah, not E3 is over. Mm-hmm. So uh, got to find something else. But with that, as always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. And we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs>